Welcome to the Time View Podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 88. My name is Erin, and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy, and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. Hey friends, welcome back and happy last week of November. We are definitely in full-blown holiday mode. Hopefully you had a good weekend with your friends and family over Thanksgiving and that you are looking forward to the rest of the year. We only have a month left and this, the last month of the year just always goes so fast to me. It's always packed with so many good things so many busy things, crazy things, and uncomfortable things, which is what we are going to talk about today because I was really inspired by a reel that I just saw recently on social media by Brene Brown, and she was talking about committing to things, saying yes to things, and choosing discomfort over resentment. And I'm going to dive into this because I think it's very, very applicable to everything that I talk about, but especially the holidays. So I know I've talked about this in previous podcasts, Stop Shooting All Over Yourself. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, about how during the holidays, we should all over ourselves so much more than other times of the year. And I was talking to a group of ladies that I do a mastermind with a few weeks ago. And one of them said, honestly, During the whole year, I feel like I've gotten to a place where I don't should all over myself, but then the holidays roll around and I turn into a different person. I'm a wreck. I feel like I have all of these ridiculous expectations of myself and my family and my kids and everybody else and myself more than anything. And she's like, I should all over myself during the holidays. And when I saw this video from Brene Brown I just, I have kept thinking about it for weeks because she talks about when she's asked to do something, she has a very specific ring on her hand that she spins around three times. And she said, anytime someone asks me to do something, I spin my ring three times and think about it for about three seconds. I did an episode also on the three seconds, giving yourself some time to think before you respond And Brene Brown says, I spin my ring three times and I tell myself, choose discomfort over resentment. And what she means by that is I need to choose the discomfort of saying no over the resentment of saying yes. And the example that she gave as she was talking was, will you bring cookies to a bake sale? And she said, I spin my ring three times and I think choose discomfort over over resentment. And then I say, no, I will not. Or not as it now is not a good time for me. And I have kept thinking about this because she's like, you either have to deal with the discomfort of saying no, you have to deal with that for yourself And also, you know that you might be letting them down or you might cause discomfort for them. But the alternative is that you don't want to do it, but you say yes anyways. 
and then you're resentful the whole time you're making the cookies. You're at home, you're mixing the cookies, and you're just resentful the whole time that you have to make these cookies. You're mad at the person who asked you, you're mad at yourself, you're mad at your kids for even being born, for being there, because if they weren't there, then you wouldn't be connected with these people anyways. And she was just talking about how her resentment spiral goes so deep and so fast and how it is so much better for her to choose discomfort of the no in the moment than the resentment of the yes. So how does this apply to the holiday season? Hopefully you're already seeing all of the strings all tying together making sense because I keep thinking about all of the expectations we have throughout the holidays. Expectations from ourselves, our family, immediate and extended. Expectations from society, from our neighbors, from friends. There's so many people that all of a sudden we haven't talked to them for a full year. And then in December, everyone wants to have a party. Your work is having a party or your spouse's work is having a party. And your church community is having a party and there are a million parties for you to go to, not to mention the class parties, the end of term for your kids. If you have kids in sports, you've got games, basketball games happening clear till almost Christmas. You're busy. You have so much going on. And so when we throw all of the holiday stuff in on top of that, it can cause us to be crazy And we say yes to everything because we don't actually want to say no, but then we're burnt out, we're overworked, and we're resentful towards everything that we signed up for. So in this episode, I hope for you, you can have some new ideas about choosing discomfort over resentment. I hope you can have some new ideas about creating a more intentional holiday season for yourself and for your family for your home. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to remind you that you have so much control over the tone of your home. And when you feel crazy, your house is going to feel crazy. But when you can feel calm, your house will feel calm. And I just really have tried to embrace that, especially because I have a toddler who's crazy. And when she drives me crazy, when I let her drive me crazy, then my whole house just feels like she's running the show because I'm crazy. But when I can be calm, I create a different type of calm for my home in spite of what my crazy toddler's doing. And she's just a piece of crazy in more of a calm home. And when I can remember that, I can also remember I have a lot of control over my holiday season. I have a lot of control over what food I'm making. I have so much control over how much money I'm spending. I have so much control over the events and the social calendar that I'm putting together. No one is going to force me to go anywhere. Is there a chance that people might be disappointed or sad? Yes, of course. Especially when it's family because... They do want to see you. I genuinely believe that when family asks us to be there, they want to see us. At least that's my belief. And when we're not there, they're sad we're not there. 
but we can't always be there. Sometimes we do have to take a break for ourselves. We have to take a break for our family. And it is uncomfortable to tell people no. It is hard to say, I can't be there. It is hard to say, I can't bake those cookies. But it's better than being resentful for weeks and dreading an event that's happening. Then you get there and it wasn't that bad, but then you've just spent the last three weeks in your own filth, in your own garbage. So I want to touch on for a minute, what if you don't want to go, but you feel like you should? And you say yes, and you've already committed and you've signed up. The good news is you don't actually have to be resentful. There are a lot of things that we get to do in this life that we may not want to do. And that's okay. It is totally fine. I think that's another really false idea that we have, especially during the holidays, is that it should all be sugar plums and fairies and like all the beautiful magic of Christmas. And sometimes we do need to do things we don't necessarily want to do. And again, the good news for you is that you don't have to choose resentment. Maybe you've already committed. Maybe it's something you really feel a duty towards. Whatever your reason, own that reason. Don't blame anyone else. Say, I committed to doing this. I said yes to doing this. And I'm going to make it the best that I can. You get to be in charge of your experience now. You can still choose discomfort over resentment. You can back out. You can apologize and say, I'm so sorry. I still, I said yes, but it turns out I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to come. And I'm so sorry. I'm sorry if that throws off your plans. I'm sorry if it puts you in a weird position. I'm sorry if you're mad at me, but I totally understand. I overcommitted myself. There's so many things that you can do. You can back out, but you can also say, okay, I'm in. I've committed to this and I don't want to feel resentment for the next two or three weeks. What am I going to do about it now? How do I want to respond now? Because feeling resentment is the worst. It is so, so painful. And typically when we get there, we're happy that we're there. Not always. But we have just wasted the last two weeks being resentful and dreading the event, the bake sale, whatever it is. So you get to decide on purpose now. What do you want to think? How do you want to feel? Why did you say yes in the first place? Be honest with yourself about that. I said yes because I felt like I didn't have a choice. I said yes because I think they need the moral support. I said yes because I've never said no before. I've said yes because I've never missed this party before. I said yes because I couldn't handle the discomfort of saying no. Whatever your reason, own it, know what it is, understand it, and then say, okay, and I'm committed, I'm in. Now what? What do I want to do now? And I know I keep repeating myself and I say the same things over and over, but I want to say in a lot of different ways. So maybe 
whoever's listening can hear it in a in the way they need to hear it. Because I know for me, well, and not just me, but there's a whole bunch of research that says that we as humans need to hear something seven times before we remember it, before it sticks. So I continue to repeat myself throughout this podcast because this is so important. You do get to choose. You really have the power to create the intentional holiday season that you want. You have the ability to set resentment aside and choose something 10% less crappy. Instead of resentment, maybe you're just feeling annoyed. Instead of resentment, maybe you're feeling frustrated or apathetic. Maybe instead of resentment, you just feel indifferent or neutral. That is such a better place to be than being resentful about making food, going to a party, spending time with family, whatever it is. So you get to decide. And then here's the fun part. I love talking about the thoughts and the feelings, but especially during the holidays, I want to give you ideas of the things that you can do. What are some things that you can do to lessen the resentment? I'll give you a few examples and ideas because I love to help people figure out how they can live their life a little bit more happy. One of the things is if you are assigned or you volunteered to make something or bake something, what are some ways that you can make that more fun for you or less stressful? There are so many things. The biggest thing that comes to mind is make a shopping list and go shopping before everyone else is going to be shopping. If you've already committed to something or you know that something's coming up, you already know what you're going to make and and whatnot. So here's what you need to do today. You need to figure out what recipe you're going to use. Look in your pantry, see what you need to buy, see what you already have. Start making a shopping list for yourself and then start asking your family or or the people that you're going to the party with, whatever, if there's anything else that they need or want. Plan in advance. Set yourself up for success because if you can go to the grocery store before the holiday rush of people at the grocery store, I promise you will be happier for that. That will make it less stressful. That will make it more fun and less resentful. That is a huge one. And that's the first one that comes to mind. Another thing that comes to mind is making the food in advance. There are some things that obviously are just better fresh, especially if you're like baking something, but sometimes things are better if they sit for a day. And so if I know our Thanksgiving's already passed, but I'll just use Thanksgiving as an example because people will do similar things for Christmas. But if you're making like a pie or a custard, those things are great the next day. So plan out your meal planning too of like, when do you need to make what things? You don't necessarily need to cram all of your cooking or baking into one day because odds are you'll be overwhelmed and burned out and your kitchen will be a disaster. But also you could just make it easier on yourself and just do something small every day for three or four days and it would be a lot more manageable for you. Some other ideas that I want to give you are have your kids or your spouse help. Maybe you do something with your neighbor. 
My sweet mother-in-law, I did not get permission to share this, and I hope she doesn't mind, but she and I were talking earlier this week, and she is going over to a neighbor's house, and the neighbor is teaching her how to make fondant for chocolates, like the chocolate centers, and I just thought that was so cool that a neighbor is helping her, a neighbor who knows how to make this candy is helping my mother-in-law make the candy for the things that we're going to be doing for our holiday season. And I just thought it was so cool that my mother-in-law was involving her neighbors and a great way to connect with a friend and a neighbor and to have them teach her a skill. So there are a lot of things we can do. Involve our friends or our neighbors to come decorate with us, to come make something with us. Ask them to teach us something that they know how to do and have your kids be involved. Maybe it won't be as pretty, but then when you bring it over to the grandparents' house, you can say, oh, and my kids helped make me, helped me make this. And I feel like it's just very meaningful, not to mention your kids will love it. You, It, it might be stressful for you because it's very chaotic. I, I cook and bake with my toddler. It's a nightmare, but it's also very fun. And, and it's memorable for her. And it's good for me to let go of the control and just to allow myself to be a kid and play a little bit. So there's another idea for you. And one of the biggest, I can't believe I haven't mentioned it yet, is turning on some music. Turn on some music. I know we're still technically in November, but Thanksgiving has passed. And I know everywhere else Christmas music is blaring, but For me, during the holidays, Christmas music makes my soul so happy. And maybe I'll just rattle off some of my absolute favorite holiday albums right now because maybe you need some new music. Maybe you need some upbeat stuff. I will also include these in the show notes because I just love them. And if you follow me on social media, I'll probably be talking talking about them throughout the month. So... My top Christmas albums that I just love to listen to. Hold on. Here are some of my top Christmas albums that I love to listen to throughout the holidays that make my home feel more fun. And I am a Christian and I love all the songs about Jesus, but I also, sometimes they can get a little too slow and boring for me. So I love all of the really fun, upbeat, happy Christmas And so I'll just give you a few suggestions. If you haven't listened to some of these, I would highly recommend them. And I just have a huge playlist that Alexa just shuffles through for me and I love it. And it makes my home feel warm. It makes my heart feel cheery. And it makes all those resentful things that I have feel less daunting and less resentful when I am enjoying myself. And music is a huge, huge way to enjoy myself. And one more thing before I start reading off this list, all of them are amazing. I'm not going to add in any extra notes about any of them. Just go listen to them if you're interested. I think they're so much fun. And just know that I they're all on my playlist. So I really like them all. But it's no, this is not an extensive list. But I want to give you some new ideas. Kelly Clarkson has two Christmas albums. So I would recommend both of those. Justin Bieber... Carrie Underwood, Josh Groban, obviously Celine Dion, Down Here, Michael Buble, The Carpenters, Megan Trainer, Thomas Rhett, 
David Archuleta, Ingrid Michaelson, Pentatonics. Pentatonics has a million Christmas albums. They're great. Lone Star, Josh Wilson, Dan and Shay, Faith Hill, Trans-Siberia Orchestra, Mannheim Steamroller, Sia, Ariana Grande, Colby Calais, Walker Hayes. And that is not even all of them. There are so, so, so many. That is more of like my fun, just carefree Christmas list. And I have one, I call it my Christmas Sunday list that is a little bit slower and more focused on Jesus. But I'm talking about the fun stuff here, trying to make your life feel a little bit more exciting, less resentful, even less comfortable. And I think music is a great way to do that. There are so many wonderful Christmas songs. Two specific songs that I've been listening to on repeat because my toddler loves them. And I don't mind them because they're not actually kids songs. The first one is a Thanksgiving song. It's called Gobble Gobble by Matthew West. And it's so much fun. And I'm still listening to it. I'm sure I will throughout Christmas. The other one is called Stretchy Pants by Carrie Underwood. And she, she meaning my toddler, thinks they're hilarious and she's hilarious and dances to them and they're just really fun. So we really do have a lot of fun in our house with a lot of different types of Christmas music and it makes us all really happy and it just, yeah, makes my soul happy. That is going to be my last note on ideas for how to make the things that you're doing that are stressful to be less stressful. I've given you quite a few ideas and hopefully you've come up with some of your own ideas. So your challenge this week is to choose discomfort over resentment because now might be the time that you're going to start getting asked to do a lot of things, even by yourself. Yourself, you are going to start asking yourself to do a lot of things. So I just want to encourage you, choose discomfort over resentment. Maybe you don't need to send out Christmas cards this year. Maybe you don't need to make or take neighbor gifts this year. Maybe you don't need to go to that party or make that dish, whatever it is. Choose discomfort over resentment. And I promise your holiday season will be a lot more enjoyable. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we'll talk to you next Monday. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert-extrovert spectrum. Go to erinwoodruffcoaching.com and take the quiz today.